This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. In the squadron, they called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, uh... Very sad to hear last night that Chief Joseph Esposito, Espo, uh, has died. He was just 73 years old, and 73 is young, right? These days it's young. It seems young. Anyway, uh, Chief Esposito, I think, was perhaps one of the longest-serving chiefs of the New York City Police Department, uh, four-star, highest uniform-ranking individual. Uh, he was there under Giuliani. He was there for a good chunk of... Uh, uh, Bloomberg and Ray Kelly, uh, father liked him a lot. And, uh, he was also the OEM commissioner under de Blasio. He was the one competent guy under de Blasio, uh, native of Brooklyn, I believe. You know, his wife died a few years ago and boy, they were, they were close. You know, like, you know, all marriages are, uh, beautiful, right? Well, some more beautiful than others. This was a unbelievable connection. So, uh, and I'm, I'm hearing from cops all over the place. Uh, really, uh, really sad that Joe Esposito is no longer with us. We'll have more to say about that in the days to come. Uh, be hearing from some of the folks who uh, worked with him very, very closely and uh, knew him on the job and off the job. So uh, Joe Esposito, gosh, he was also personally, I, I didn't spend too much time with him, but you got a sense of him and, uh, you know, just a, a good man and a solid law enforcement professional and leader for many, many years. All right. Uh, death is part of life. You know, it's been hitting me lately. Everybody dies. Everybody's going to die. Everybody. Everybody. That's just going to happen sooner or later. Um, and you never know. So uh, all the things that you are planning to do someday, today's the day. Do it. Do it. Get it done. Get it done. And if, it's been on your list, and quite frankly, I hope it is, but not for me to push anything. But if getting close to God and figuring out what it's all about, really, if you were like me for a long time and you only had vague kind of, eh, I don't know, I, I'm a basically a good person. I mean, uh, two two days ago, somebody helped me. Somebody asked me to help him move a package, and I moved the package for him. Eh, that'll get me into heaven. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, folks. You can't. You can't. You can't give your way into heaven. You can't. I don't care if you're the most generous guy in the world. It does not work that way. And uh, you get into the Bible, and it works a much better way, all right? It works a much better and, believe it or not, easier way. And uh, it's very, very joyful. You know, you, religion, people sometimes get down. Oh, boy, that sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like no fun. Um, really, to be honest, the fun of my life really started when I started getting closer to God, and uh, I encourage I encourage that for all. Nikki Haley was on the stage yesterday, Fox News. There was something about her I uh, did not like. I did not like Nikki Haley. You know, my wife runs my Twitter account now, so all I could do is say, could you please tweet this for me? 
And uh, she was like, no, no, no. All my great tweets. I used to have the uh, I used to be the delight of the Twitter world. And now I I have to. It's all uh, join me this evening at seven o'clock. <laughs> Just very, very tame. But let's see here. I said, Nikki Haley, I do not like that dress. Who does she think she is? Some sort of weird prom queen. And she was standing in the middle of it like it was a ball, like not like it was a real political event. And she has this affect of a fourth grade teacher. And I think she wants it too much. And she's like, oh, wow, I got momentum. I got momentum. Uh, Let's see here. I think I have Nikki from last night, right? Don't we have Nikki from last night saying stuff? 21. Go ahead. Governor DeSantis is hitting you for claiming the retirement age is, quote, way, way too low. He said, quote, I don't know why she's saying that. So are you saying that? Where do I you have stand never on that? once said that. Well, wait, I've... wait, wait. In Bloomberg interview, you said um, anyone who says they'll leave America bankrupt, Social Security will go bankrupt, Medicare will, so we don't touch anyone's retirement. But go to people like my kids in their 20s and tell them the rules haven't changed. Change the retirement age to reflect life expectancy. Yes, for those in their 20s. But I have never said retirement age is way too low for everyone else. I mean, he's totally misrepresenting the facts. That's what he's done. Ron continues to lie because he's losing. But the reality is that is what I have always said, is America should keep her promises every time. See what I mean about not liking her? I don't know. Looks like she just kind of got busted there. I got to give Brett Bear credit this time. Now Brett's fine. Bit of a bit of a. I don't know. That that was pretty good. Can I hear it? Do you want to hear that again? Was she busted or not? Was she really going to fess up? Was she going to fess up and say, I don't know. One more time. Governor DeSantis is hitting you for claiming the retirement age is quote way way too low. He said quote I don't know why she's saying that. So are you saying that? Where do I you have stand never on that? once said that. Well, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. In Bloomberg interview, you said um, anyone who says they'll leave America bankrupt, Social Security will go bankrupt, Medicare will, so we don't touch anyone's retirement, but go to people like my kids in their 20s and tell them the rules haven't changed. Change the retirement age to reflect life expectancy. Yes, for those in their 20s. But I have never said retirement age is way too low for everyone else. I mean, he's totally misrepresenting the facts. That's what he's done. Ron continues to lie because I don't know. he's losing. I don't know. I think I, I've heard this before. I've got the sense that she's not particularly honest. You know, she made this solemn vow that she would never run against President Trump. She said that in 2017, and here she is running for president. No, I'm sorry. She said that in 2021, that she would never run for president against Donald Trump. She's doing that right now. Uh, she can only run for president because she had that job at the U.N. Because you can't run as a ex-governor of South Carolina. I mean, South Carolina is great and all, but, um, you know, sorry, that doesn't cut it these days. Um, I can do for, for America what I did for South Carolina. No, no one's going to buy that anymore. No one's going to. That just doesn't work. We got to take your word for it about what's going down in South Carolina, and I don't take her word for it. I've caught her in other fibs. Number one, that uh, she brought Boeing and BMW and Mercedes to South Carolina. She's always saying that, and something just in my—I just knew intuitively that it wasn't true. And sure enough, I looked it up. Ten seconds later, I found out that those companies were doing stuff in South Carolina in the '90s when she was still in college. All right, politicians, you know, what do you want, career politician. 
And yes, last night I found out that her inspiration was Hillary Clinton. She realized that was the aha moment when Hillary said, you got to run, you got to run. And I don't know. Uh, People like Tucker Carlson have said he's going to come out and fundraise against her full time. Uh, That would. So she's yeah, she's not. MAGA is not down with her. Sorry. Uh, The other thing. Oh, Michelle Obama. Yeah, this was quite the moment on uh, that podcast. People get too comfortable on podcasts. They start saying anything and they don't realize you get so like, you know, it's just you and the interviewer and you think no one's listening. Well, people are listening. This is some, I never heard of this guy. His name is Jetty. He's some sort of health guru, big in the podcast world. So uh, Michelle drops by and I do think Michelle is going to run. I may check in with my friend Joel Gilbert pretty soon. Joel Gilbert wrote the book literally on Michelle running in 2024. Go ahead, please. What keeps me up are the things that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, the war in the region, in too many regions. What is AI going to do for us? The environment, you know, are we moving at all fast enough? What are we doing about education? Mm. Are people going to vote? And why aren't people voting? Are we too stuck to our phones? I mean, those yeah. are the things that yeah. keep me up because you you don't have control over them. Mm-hmm. And you wonder where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? Hey, stop for I a second. T- Is she saying that artificial intelligence keeps her up at night? She can't sleep because of that? That's not, nobody, everybody is sleeping with artificial intelligence. What are the kind of things that keep you up at night? They're generally things in your personal life, right? The border does not keep me up at night. It just doesn't. As much as I want that border fixed, it does not keep me up at night. Um, you know, something happens with, uh, you know, the boss or that guy or this person or, you know, you get some bad news. Uh, that keeps you up at night. Health keeps you up at night. Money keeps you up at night. Cl- global climate change does not keep you up at night. All right. Now keep going. This is now she's about to say the thing about the, the thing. Go. Fine. About what could possibly happen because our leaders matter who we select, who speaks for us. Who holds that bully pulpit? It affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, does it really even do anything? And I'm like, oh, my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. And sometimes I I worry that we do. Those are the things Mm. that keep me up. Huh? Does the government does everything for us? All right. Now we want to play the part where she talks about if a black man is indicted, he can't run for office. But Donald Trump can. It's demonstrably untrue. I proved it. I went through 50 guys who were indicted, happened to be black. Uh, and there are white people, too, who have been indicted and gone on to win elective office. But since she said it was a white black thing, I focused on the black part. And I found people like, uh, let's see, Marion Barry, who was caught smoking crack, was indicted for that, was reelected. Uh, Alcee Hastings, who was indicted for a major fraud, major, major fraud, uh, later elected to Congress, impeached as a federal judge, and then elected to Congress, even with that stuff hanging over his head. A guy named Ron Reynolds in Texas. I, 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 <laughs> uh, one year he's indicted for solicitation, and then the next year he is... Uh, a member of Congress elected. There was one guy, happened to be black, elected to Congress on suspicion of murder. No, city council, rather. On suspicion of murder. 
and he was elected. He won the election from jail. He was in jail when he was elected. You know, Michelle Obama is just not that into us, not that into America. America made her husband a mediocre, unaccomplished state senator from nowhere's Chicago, a state senator. Can you name one legislative experience or legislative accomplishment, Barack Obama, in that state Senate? All right, all right, maybe that's unfair. What about in the United States Senate? One thing he did of consequence, all he really did was document and celebrate his own life. That's it. That was his ticket. Did you see the Biden speech yesterday? Oh, man, he's out there again telling ghost stories about America. Look. He can't run on the issues, right? It's funny. It's actually very revealing that when he hits Trump, he hits Trump for January 6th. But he can't hit Trump for stuff that happened in 17, 18, 19, and 20 because that was good stuff. (laughs) Peace and prosperity all over the place. Not losing foreign wars. And we know that. So he can't talk about any of that stuff. He He just dwells on this, you know... Just this ugly stuff. Cut 13. Those pushing the big lie have a conspiracy theory among conspiracy theories that outweighs them all. That there's what, and, and, but here's the fact. There's where we don't have facts. Their whole theory has no facts, has no proof, has no evidence. That's why time and again they lost in every court of law that challenged the results. 60 losses in courts of America. There's one thing they don't have. They don't have respect for the 81 million people who voted the other way, voted for my candidacy, and voted to end the presidency. In their world, these Americans, including you, don't count. But that's not the real world. That's not democracy. That's not America. In America, we all count. In America, we witness to serve all those who, in fact, participate. And losers are taught to concede when they lose. And he's a loser. Oh, he called him a loser. And the crowd went wild, by the way. So he's looking at a bunch of, um, well, primarily, uh, it's a primarily black audience at that church in South Carolina where there was a shooting in 2015. And he says they want to uh, erase you and erase your future. And you don't count. That's MAGA. MAGA doesn't care about black people, right? What a ugly, depraved lie. What a, and this is the man who swore to God he would try to unify this country. Anybody remember that? I sure do. He he swore under God this sacred oath. I will do everything. My whole soul is in this, uniting this country, bringing it together. That man has no soul. Be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? 
The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. All right. Hey, this is is this breaking news? The Secretary of Defense uh, being treated for prostate cancer. It's not a big deal in terms of his health condition. Prostate cancer is like for men, it's like getting uh, the flu. Everybody's going to get it sooner or later. That's what I'm told about prostate cancer. Have you ever heard that, James Flippin? Prostate cancer is a thing. It's going to happen. However, uh, that that uh, this guy is not smart enough to tell the appropriate people at the White House that he's going to be you know, out of commission for a while. He's going to be, I guess he had surgery on the 22nd of December, and then he was in excruciating pain on January 1st, and then they kept him in the hospital for a couple of days, and his deputy didn't know it, the president didn't know it, the national security staff didn't know it. It really shows you, number one, day in and day out, this guy isn't particularly engaged in his job anyway. He wasn't even missed. You know, it's not like he's there all the time. You know what I mean? Imagine if I... Just didn't show up. You'd feel it, James Flippin. Oh, I'd feel it. You would know. Yeah. But this guy, I don't think anybody would know anyway. He's probably going to have to resign now. He will resign. They'll cite health reasons and he'll be gone this time by the end of next week. That's my prediction. James, what's going on? Well, obviously the big story, uh, Greg, for so many here in the tri-state is just this big rainstorm that's coming in and people are worried about flooding and stuff like that. But I was curious if you saw this story out of Brooklyn where video is going viral on social media of – a Hasidic Jewish congregation that's kind of like getting into it with police, and there's a guy being pulled out of a secret tunnel. Uh, the the wall has been kind of made into a tunnel system. Have you seen all this? It's very bizarre. I did. Video. I saw the video, and I couldn't tell what was going on. And then uh, I saw something about uh, uh, Taylor Swift being gay. So I I, I just moved on and clicked oh, on something yeah, else. That was some New York but Times par- op-ed. Apparently. So what is the deal? Uh, what happened? So in this is at the uh, Chabad Lubavitch World Headquarters in Crown Heights. The Lubavitch. The great Lubavitch people, yeah. What about, what about it? So basically, I guess what happened was there were these secret tunnels set up, a tunnel secretly dug into the side of this historic Brooklyn synagogue. And in essence, some people are saying online, maybe this was used to go access services during COVID, you know, like when uh, church services were kind of like cut off, you couldn't necessarily go, it was, you know, in violation of congregation laws and stuff like that. It doesn't sound like a big deal. I got a secret tunnel system. Well, this secret tunnel system was discovered, and they brought in some cement trucks because they were going to fill it in. And these members of the congregation weren't happy about that, and nine people ultimately got arrested. Uh, if you see the video online, there's people knocking over tables, like throwing books on the ground, kind of like pushing and shoving. Very intense. Show me the law where it says you can't build your own secret uh, tunnel system. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there is something along those lines. I don't think there's a law that says you can't. The Department of Buildings. You it, but... can't. You can't construct your own secret tunnel system? Of course <laughs> you can. Surprised. What do you think we do at the beach when we're kids? Well, that's true, but that can be very dangerous as well, actually. Now I feel well, like a stick yeah, the There's going to be a law on that, too. <laughs> All right. I say let them go. Let them do their thing. Uh, very intriguing. Stay by. Stand by, will you? Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network going to let a bit of snow get in our way. My favorite part about being here in Iowa is meeting voters who actually care about this country and will come out no matter what. 
So you know what? I'm the only candidate on the campaign trail doing multiple events today. Yeah. We're not going to let anything stop us. Meeting voters here in Des Moines. Meeting voters in the surrounding cities. You know what? Can't brave a little bit of snow. I think you're not letting re- ready to lead this country. Oh, boy, Vivek. I like Vivek a lot. He's standing there in the freezing cold. It's snowing all over the place. And he's holding a baby. <laughs> and he's just outdoors. I like Vivek a lot. Uh, there are reports that he's basically winding down his campaign. Now, these are just reports, fake news, because a lot of it's fake. But I don't know. Let's keep our eye on that. Um, for whatever reason, he's not going to be in the CNN debate. Look, here's what Vivek has got to do. James Flippin, do you like Vivek? I do like Vivek, yeah. I feel like he's been kind of a breath of fresh air throughout this campaign season. I, I agree, but he's got to do basically three things. Number one, he's got to do something that a rich guy can do that we can all understand, right? Uh, like buy the Dallas Cowboys, buy the Cleveland Browns, uh, buy the Empire State Building and the World Trade Center. He's got to do something concrete that people can relate to because when he starts talking about how he made his money in biotech, whatever it was, it sounds a little all over the place. You know, Trump, I understand, buildings, building them. You know, you got to, you got to, I don't know, you got to make it a bit more concrete. Hey, do me a favor. I want to go to this Pentagon thing, all right, because this is where they're owning up to the, defense secretary having prostate cancer. The other thing he's got to do is, well, maybe that's it. Oh, I think he should be elected to the Senate and or become a governor. Because you got to be, you, somebody has got to like show that they looked at this guy and they trust him. It'll give him a better chance nationally. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the other thing he's got to do is watch a guy named Matthew Hussey, H-U-S-S-E-Y. He's a dating expert for women, but he's actually a great communications expert and he like some of his greatest lines, Vivek Ramaswamy, were when other people were speaking. And this guy, he just, I'd never seen anybody coach somebody about that like Matt Hussey. So very, very good. All right, so there's another piece of uh, information. Oh, I'll get to that Michelle Obama thing in a second. What else did you want to say? Uh, Just, you know, that the whole 60-day migrant limit uh, for staying in shelters is now being enforced by New York City. Migrant families have to reapply for shelter space after 60 days. That's being enforced. Plus, with the flooding that we're expecting here in the city, 2,000 migrants were evacuated from that tent city at Floyd Bennett Field today in Brooklyn and then moved to James Madison High School in Midwood, Brooklyn. So there's Wait a 2, second. 000. And there's a high school. There's there's high school in progress. Yeah, I, I sent an e- a letter or an email to City Hall asking, is this plausible with People being in class with kids being in class. They couldn't have sent all 2,000 there. This is all on Adams, by the way. He antagonized Governor Abbott, and then he rolled out the red carpet, literally. Why? Because this was a, you know, wow, more attention for Eric. Look at Eric. Look at Eric talking about video games. Look at Eric talking about 50 bucks each per day, all that stuff. Hey, let's go to the Pentagon, though. I want to hear this about the our sick defense secretary. Hope he gets well soon. I also hope he quits. Earned home the next morning. His prostate cancer was detected early, and his prognosis is excellent. On January 1st, 2024, Secretary Austin was admitted to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center with complications from the December 22nd procedure, including nausea with severe abdominal hip and leg pain. Initial evaluation revealed a urinary tract infection. On January 2, the decision was made to transfer him to the ICU for close monitoring and a higher level of care. Further evaluation revealed abdominal fluid collections impairing the function of his small intestines. 
This resulted in the backup of his intestinal contents, which oh. was treated by placing a tube through his nose to drain his stomach. The abdominal, abdominal fluid collections were drained by non-surgical drain placement. He's progressed steadily throughout his stay. His infection is cleared. He continues to make progress, and we anticipate a full recovery, although this can be a slow process. During the stay, Secretary Austin never lost consciousness and never underwent general anesthesia. Prostate cancer is the most common cause of cancer among American men, and it impacts one in every eight men and one in every six African-American men during their lifetime. Despite the frequency of prostate cancer, discussions about screening, treatment, and support are often deeply personal and private ones. Early screening is important for detection and treatment of prostate cancer. Hey, hold on a second. They just told us about a tube in the guy's nose taking out the food in his stomach, and now they're talking about privacy. All right, pump up the volume again. remains in good spirits. He's in contact with his senior staff and has full access to required secure communications capabilities and continues to monitor DOD's day-to-day operations worldwide. This time, I do not have any information to provide in terms of when he might be released from the hospital, but we'll be sure to keep you updated. And until then, we will continue to release daily status updates on his condition. We in the Department of Defense, of course, wish him a speedy recovery. The department recognizes the understandable concerns expressed by the public, Congress, and the news media in terms of notification timelines and DOD transparency. And I want to underscore again that Secretary Austin has taken responsibility for the issues with transparency, and the department is taking immediate steps to improve our notification procedures. Yesterday, the Secretary's Chief of Staff directed the DOD's Director of Administration and Management to conduct a 30-day review of the department's notification process for assumption of functions and duties of the Secretary of Defense. While the review is underway and effective immediately, the Chief of Staff also directed several actions to ensure increased situational awareness about any transfer of authorities. Increased situational awareness. To include ensuring that the DOD General Counsel, the Chairman and Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Combatant Commanders, the Service Secretaries, the Service Chief of Staffs, the White House Situation Room, and Senior Staff. All right, so what happened was that when he went uh, under the knife in December... Sounds like they didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell anybody. And now they're going to have this 30-day review, and at the end they're going to say, okay, we got to tell everybody. But hopefully the questions will die down by then. That's what their strategy is. Uh, what do you think? Uh, hmm. I, it's always just sort of bizarre to me the way those like HIPAA laws kind of run in contrast to, like I guess, what is considered the public's right to know about certain officials and in government and stuff like that. But I feel like the biggest news outcry – was based off the fact that President Biden seemed not to know about uh, Lloyd Austin's condition, not necessarily whether or not you know people within the military were notified. Well, that's the thing. It's not. It's not. He doesn't have to tell the troops. He's got to tell his boss. He's got to tell the White House. Turn it up one more time. Defense.gov. Also, Dr. Michael Chase, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for China, Taiwan, and Mongolia, began talks yesterday oh, this with is other People's stuff. Republic of China, Major General Song. Thanks, 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 thanks. Um, uh, I, I, I told everybody, I know guys who know this guy pretty well, that he wasn't smart enough for this job. A lot of people aren't smart enough for that job. It's no, no offense. I could handle it. I could totally handle You're it. You're talking about Defense Secretary. Yeah, I could handle it. I don't know if I could get confirmed, but I could definitely handle the job. Uh, then again, they've got so many rats down there. They really do. 
I know somebody who uh, got investigated because it was a political appointee, and somebody went to the cafeteria, and they said, can you give me a sandwich while you're there? Here's money. And they actually got investigated for that. Misuse of government personnel. Can you believe that? It is a it is a total swamp with snakes, and they bite. Um, all right, so where does that leave us? Well, actually, just you talking about, you know, getting in trouble for potentially asking somebody to buy you a sandwich makes me think of, like, NCAA and the way college sports used to be closely watched with stuff like that. Just shifting gears a little bit. Do you have any thoughts on the whole Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel back and forth? I haven't been following it. You know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I can't believe the backlash I received. I'm so glad that guy injured himself, to be honest. Uh, number one, you know, he's not hurt in any serious way. He can still date his 26-year-old girlfriend, and, you know, he can still walk around, right? But I'm very glad that he did not become a force in New York as the quarterback and that he was taken out of that uh, game in, like, eight seconds because he was pushing psychedelic Ayakasha tea or Ayakuska tea. I don't care how you spell it. I know about this tea. You take it. It gives you all kinds of weirdo visions, and it is a replacement, a fake false replacement for God. And it's amazing how impressionable people are, the celebrity worship that's out there, uh, little kids wearing the name of some man who sips Ayakasha tea and dates a 26-year-old girl. And, you know, like, I am glad that he's been marginalized culturally, at least in this area. Uh, I hope he does not come back. Uh, I want him to live a long life not playing football. And he can count his money or do what the hell ever and drink that tea to your heart's content. But that's that's you. You've been pushing that. He's been pushing that stupid tea. It's amazing. I got more grief. He gets less grief. He pushes that tea, and everybody's like, oh, tell us more. I talk about Jesus, and I get I got to have three meetings about did I possibly offend somebody, right? I mean, what the hell kind of world is this? But you know what? It's a great world. That I, that kind of is part of the that's part of the equation when you are a Christian. Actually, it's all built in. Uh, so, uh, but you're probably not a big Jimmy Kimmel fan. Yeah, I understand they're having some squabble. I don't really care. Something about Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, yeah, Rogers suggested that Kimmel would not want those lists to come out. Kimmel would not want Aaron Rodgers to that. Kimmel would not want those Epstein lists to come out. This was said, I guess, last week before they had actually been published. Uh, and then Kimmel said, oh, I'm going to sue you if you don't watch what you're saying. Well, they that kinda... sounded like a pretty stupid thing for Aaron Rodgers to say, to imply that somebody else is a pedophile. That's what, well, he's, that's what he's implying. Protect- and that is, not only is he uh, a bad ambassador for public health, he's also libeling you know, a, a comedian who used to be funny in my book, Jimmy Kimmel. When he was on the Man Show, I, I you know I thought that guy's incredibly well, what talented. What about if he was just saying that maybe Kimmel wouldn't like some of the names that were being on the that are on the list? We all know what he's exposed. getting at. We know what he's getting at, and it's and uh, so Kimmel hit back pretty hard. I heard. Yeah, he did, and then he asked. But did he make uh, fun Rod- of him for the Ayakasha tea? I believe that's been part of his uh, making fun of Rogers. He made fun of him for the vaccine a lot, and and suggested that he's not very smart. Uh, concerning his thoughts on the vaccine. Oh, these woke weirdos, who cares? That's Now Kimmel's getting on my nerves. I don't care. I, that, 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 these guys are perfect for each other. Uh, the vaccine is between uh, me and the doctor. Aaron Rodgers did not take the vaccine. Oh, yeah, that's why the conservatives liked him for a little while. Uh, I, you know, my, my view on that is my business. It's your business. I didn't want to be forced. Nobody should be forced. But I didn't like making heroes out of anybody who was involved in that, whatever their decision was. So uh, that's that. It's a, and most people don't even know. Aaron Rodgers, you know, it's not like Joe Namath. 
You know, Joe Namath. The whole country knows who Joe Namath is still. They don't yeah, know who Aaron Rodgers is. You don't is. think so? I'm no. pretty sure people know who Aaron Rodgers is. Not really. No. No, they don't. Especially here. We've got the guys, the crybabies. They had grown men crying when he uh, couldn't. When he got hurt? Yeah. Grown men. Yeah, well, you know, Jets fans take it pretty hard, I guess. By the way, the meetings that I had to have regarding Jesus were not here. We're not anywhere else. It was a while back. But I had a, huh. yeah, yeah. Somebody I, said, oh, like, take uh, it yeah, easy on watch that. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, but not that I was pushing anything. I was just sharing uh, my story. Hey, you want to hear uh, Michelle Obama say some fake news about what it's like to be black in America versus white in America, okay? Uh, here she is on some dopey podcast. Go ahead. The White House tests you in ways that you never anticipated. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we came out as a family, as individuals, the four of us, me and our two daughters, that was us. Mm-hmm. That was our values, our compassion, our our smarts, our strategy that got us through. You know, I'm so proud of my husband and the way he led, the way his administration worked, the team that we built. So proud Stop. of everyone. Uh, spying on journalists, right? pushing this woke ideology, turning America into a socialist country. You're proud of all that stuff and him getting all kinds of fake credit because why? Why exactly? Because of the way he looked, the color of his skin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of sick world we live in. I was reading an article in the New York Times, and they referred to two older white men and their observations about something. And their observations had nothing to do with race. It was about I don't know, insurance or something like that. And But it was... Like, oh, what do they know? They're two older white men. But this young, slick black guy is so cool. Why? It's just, it's so not American. It doesn't matter the package. It's, it's what's inside the package. All right. It, here's where she gets really stupid. I'm, I may have diverted from the question, but Beautiful. Um, I think that's, that's because of who we are. And I know that now. Mm. I can I can see it in your eyes and and feel it from your words like it's who's this kiss ass like knowing that you know it it can't always be that way in one sense it's almost like great that you've been able to leave but there's a there's that feeling also of like oh but that was great I mean the bars are different for people in life that I've learned mm. this is the thing about being another mm-hmm. you learn how to be excellent all the time. Mm-hmm. Because you can't be less than. Mm-hmm. Other people can. Other people can be indicted a bunch of times and still run for, for office. Mm-hmm. Black man can't. You just learn to be good. That's and in the end, not true. It's not. Tr- I knew it wasn't true. And there are some like spectacular examples, uh, dozens of black men being indicted and being elected st- to stuff. And unlike Trump, sorry, I mean, I'm not saying, but, you know, there, there are plenty of. These indictments were like real deal things, you know, crack, uh, prostitution, uh, financial fraud, right? I mean, big, big stuff. I mean, New Jersey senior senator beat an indictment once before, as a matter of fact. Oh, Menendez. Yeah, he may be innocent, by the way. He may be innocent. Maybe so. All right, let's do this real quick. Uh, Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Greg. When I heard you playing an earlier clip, um, about, um, it just reminded me so much from Michelle Obama talking about 
how the government provides everything. When she said that, that reminded me of something you had said about a week ago when you were commenting about how important a first date is, that when you go on a first date with someone, you need to have conversation. And if you look back later on in your relationship, you will see that the problems and the challenges in the relationship were revealed in that first date, that first conversation. I consider this basically a first conversation with Michelle Obama, and she's telling us exactly how it is. And one of the big things for her is that government provides everything, not God, not individual effort, not a meritocracy, but government provides everything. So now you marry her to a man who when he was campaigning, he only said it once because he got a lot of blowback, but he said, we cannot continue to rely on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. So look at all the agencies that are armed now and continue to do so to arm themselves And then I look at all these young military-age men, very fit men, coming across the border with no family. And you have said, and others have said, when you go to war, you don't bring your family with you. You go by yourself. That's so true, Uh, Barbara. Amazing insight. And thank you. You're right. I heard that, and it rubbed me the wrong way. Did she really say that? Government does everything. Wow. I got to blow that up, and I haven't been as – I will, I will, I will. I thank you again, Barbara. And, uh, oops, we'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, this is kind of cool. Uh, it's fake news. I mean, uh, fake news New York Times reporting it, but a little bit of publicity is uh, okay. And uh, <laughs> New York Times writing about Donald Trump participating in a great big Fox News town hall. And, uh, you know, he's up and down with Fox News. Those uh, anchors there, half of them seem to hate Donald Trump. Anyway, uh, the televisions on Mr. Trump's plane once constantly aired Fox News. But that is no longer the case, the person said. The former president often requests to watch Mr. Hannity's program, but sometimes uh, prefers Newsmax, particularly its host, Greg Kelly, an old acquaintance from New York political circles. Um, how about that? Now, uh, you know, yeah, I did uh, know him a bit in New York, and I interviewed him a few times, but quite frankly, it's uh, it's WABC, the coverage here, the content, the content that uh, – is coming from this person in me um, is kind of changing the political landscape. And I'm not saying that as a, well, you wonder if it's changing the political political landscape. I do know this, that the content that I'm putting out there is unlike anybody else's. And I'm very, very proud of it. And I'm very, very blessed, uh, especially here at WABC and other media and just, uh, I'm very, very blessed, not just for the opportunity, but that every little weird thing that happened to me in life happened to me so I could be with you at this moment, uh, including you, Patrick. Hello. Yes. Um, I wanted to say uh, Amendment 14, Section 3 had nothing to do with the president. He didn't even mention mentions that uh, congressmen and senators can be um, eliminated and um, 
electors for president and vice president, and if they put somebody up that had rebelled against the country, um, they would be kicked off. Patrick, you're good at that Constitution. To be continued, everybody, many thanks.